ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again <laughs> with another uh, Triple F podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hello. Good evening. The audience is now scared shitless. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to find a very creepy uh, music. Uh, that, of course, was Incubator uh, from a band called Underworld. And it's part of the Frankenstein soundtrack. Uh, the Frankenstein we're referring to is the Benedict Cumberbatch version, uh, the stage play that he was in a few years ago. Um, that music was um, the background to the introduction of the play, where the creature is being created in the homemade incubator. That is a very aptly named band. Yeah, Underworld, yes, I know. Uh, okay, so we're here to talk about squicks and triggers and... Uh, and your fears. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and define each thing here. Um, squick, for those of you who do not know, it's S-Q-U-I-C-K. A squick is basically anything that grosses you out, uh, makes you feel weird, makes you feel uncomfortable. A trigger is something that sets off... Um, PTSD, memories, of panic anxiety. attacks, anxiety attacks, uh, things that are not fun to experience. Um, and there are many, many things in the world that can trigger many, many people. And not everybody has the same squick. Not everybody has the same trigger. Um, everybody has their own uh, history. So you have to kind of gauge Again, again, for um, fanfic writers, tag, please. Yes, that's one of the most important parts of tagging for people's squicks and triggers. Um, especially for people who yeah. uh, do have anxiety disorders, you know. If you don't tag something like non-con or straight-up rape or dub-con, it can, it can cause a domino reaction. I'm not talking the pizza. And even beyond yeah. the sexual assault, type triggers things like blood violence um, issues and abuse like child abuse all of those can be triggers right also um anything that involves graphic depictions of uh, surgeries graphic depictions of violence um anything that would um potentially you know set off somebody for the bad stuff you know you really want to avoid all of that if you if at all possible and tag your stuff appropriately and there are a lot of writers out there who i think have the mentality of if i don't tag it then i'll get more readers well not necessarily if you don't tag stuff and people know that they have these triggers it, it can you know blindside yeah, it they're, can they're probably not going to read it one of the things is um when you're writing fanfic you kind of have to treat your triggers like you would you know the rating system it's like going to the movies you wouldn't take you wouldn't take yes. you know a soldier with ptsd to a movie about war yeah <laughs> unless you're unless you're a sadist right tagging <laughs> is is very important like i know people that can't um can't watch certain movies like flight i have i know of an alcoholic uh who can't watch flight because it like it, it triggers that desire to drink and that that downward spiral for her. Yeah, any any depiction usually of um, 
needles of drugs, of excessive drinking, of all of that stuff can trigger people who have been in that world and who are tempted to go back. So you want to be very, very careful with, with your squicks and your triggers, or with your triggers, I should say. Squicking is a little more lighthearted. It's more like the what side of it, which is the technical term, what? <laughs> Sorry, we were getting too heavy there. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I like to get the uh, the, yeah. the heavier stuff out of the way in the hit beginning. Hit him with a brick and then if hit we, him If on at the all head. possible. Yes. Like a squick for me would be like incest fic, where these people who are related to one another are also being sexually active with one another. In fact, it was um, at one point I had to turn around in the, in the chat room that I usually hang out in. There's a bunch of writers, of course, and every once in a while one of them will get a wild hair and just start writing a fic in the chat, you know, like line at a time kind of a thing. And they were uh, writing a fic Ew. between a mother and a son where uh, yeah it, it was just and i came in to the chat just as they were finishing the story so basically you know at the the her, climax her. and all of that <laughs> no pun intended i think i actually um, remember this night and you like and i had right to out. turn on my heel and go away because there was no way i could stay yeah no way I could stay. And I didn't want to ruin everybody else's good time. If they were enjoying the story, I'm not certainly not going to, you know, beat them up over that. But. I think I messaged you later to let you know when the all clear was there. <laughs> right. And I appreciate that. I was like, okay, well, maybe I can't go back tonight. <laughs> Mess anybody um, up. I'm like, no, we got to let her go. Yeah, not everyone's into it. Incest is definitely a squick for me. Right. Exactly. Last week, we talked about one of my squicks with the Omegaverse. I cannot do male pregnancy. Disturbs you. It just, yeah. it, it squicks me. Now, when we me. say squick, we don't refer to the, the <laughs> noise of yeah. skull fucking as defined by uh, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is um, a bit of, what is that word? Yeah. For um, an automatopoeia? Yeah. Where a like word sounds like like the word that, like yeah. buzz, <laughs> yes, um, and it is a bit of an automatopoeia in a way because yeah. internally that's what the brain <laughs> yes, is kind of doing. The so squick. <laughs> I I'm a noise maker today. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, do all the noises. <laughs> it's all right. We have a foley artist among us. <laughs> Um, but at any rate, yeah, so squicks and triggers. We also wanted to talk about a few fears. Um, and in these fears, I don't want to read necessarily about stuff. I don't necessarily want to watch a film that involves certain things. Um, I don't really do horror anyway. I'm not a big horror fan. I can write it to a point. Like I can be suspenseful and a little creepy, but I can never be like horrific, like um, blood and guts. I can't horrific. do blood and... Okay, yeah, so I'm not a war person either. Relative fans of, of yeah. Tom Hiddleston. There's a new Del Toro movie. Uh, the guy who did yeah. Pan's Labyrinth yes. and among other things. Oh, I'm, Crimson I'm totally Peak. watching it. <laughs> he just joined Twitter, by the way. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, I already he, follow. I have him on my notifications. <laughs> oh, I haven't put yeah, a notification Guillermo, on him, but I follow. Uh, Guillermo Del Toro is now on Twitter. Um, Oh, uh, yes, we will go ahead and put that up on our Twitter hell so you fuck can yes. follow him, too. 
<clears throat> but yes, I know you're talking about Crimson Peak. I I am so I like I literally squeed and rewound the 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 DVR that we were watching with dinner today because the uh, advert for the movie that the trailer came on, and I like, mm-hmm. oh oh my god, I'm so excited because Delt. Okay, the first time I saw Pan's Labyrinth, I was creeped out and terrified and intrigued and sucked into the story. And like that, he's good horror, and he 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 disturbs me, and I love him for it. <laughs> yeah, I I know I'm going to probably spend half the movie Hiding. looking away or covering my eyes, but I'm totally gonna see it because, like, as much as I hate horror and I hate blood and stuff, I still enjoy everything else about suspenseful horror. Legitimately, movies. I would bring um, if you have like a stuffed animal or. or... Uh, a hoodie that you prefer bring that with you because having something to sort of clench up on is very okay woman in black when it came out in theaters i i was there like still haven't seen it it the second one was disappointing and i'm disappointed by that um but the first one i took someone who didn't bother to tell me he was terrified of horror films like could not watch anything rougher than blair witch type of guy. I can't watch Blair Witch. No, 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 like to that. each their own, but he didn't tell me, did not communicate this. Yeah. And so we're sitting yeah. there in Woman in Black and he is literally screaming like I'm stabbing him in the stomach every time there's a jump scare. <laughs> like, full on <laughs> <laughs> And it, it just it pulls me out of the movie so hard because I'm laughing I laughed so hard I dropped my pop like and everyone in the theater is just like cracking up like it was so bad one of the attendants came in and made sure he wasn't being murdered but see when when you was talking about bring a teddy bear or something to the movie my first thought was actually i plan on bringing my buddy my movie buddy who i have a semi crush on and this is as good an excuse as any to grab on him yeah, just flip up the little uh, armrest between the two of you. So this is just a precaution. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he should know better because I totally freaked out during gravity. So that's on him. I hate jump scares in movies, okay? I don't do horror at all, but if it's suspenseful in the least and something comes out of left field, like in Maze Runner, they did it again in Haven't Sports Trials. I, there were a couple points in Scorch Trials where I was, Wah, son of a, b-. and yes. you, you beat yourself up for it. You, 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 you really know just, it's you... coming, but <gasps> it's still. No, you don't know it's coming. Like, I did not expect that. And I did not expect to be like that jumpy. I didn't realize I was that like, tense there's a, watching this film. There's a couple scenes where like, you can tell from the kind of scene that it is. Musical cues are a that really big Something's thing. gonna happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if they lo- they drag out the silence for too long and the person's searching the house for something. Okay, yeah, that's really obvious. But then you But this still... was not like that. This was I just, it, it was, and it was an innocuous thing it wasn't anything that was like the the monsters after them it was just somebody coming around the corner and putting hand on his shoulder and it was a friend what you know scene? but of course we jump and they jump and holy shit you know i'm trying to remember and you don't... what scene you're <laughs> talking no, 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 no. about well it, I, I mean that's more maze runner oh, okay. than anything else i'm like i've they, seen they were... Scorch Trials I've twice seen already. Scorch Trials. <laughs> yeah i've only seen it once but there were a couple of times in there where i was just like holy god 
And I hate that. I hate it so much. I don't understand why people find horror so wonderful and fascinating and all that. That being said, Crimson Peak is one of those um, movies that I really do want to see, but I don't do think I'm going to be to able watch to it see. First and give you an opinion. No, because you like it. See, whether or not I like it. <laughs> no, and you're not a good gauge because you enjoy it. No, it doesn't matter. You enjoy that sort of thing, and I don't. I need somebody a little bit more like me, only brave. Um, I'll do it. No, honestly, just because I like it doesn't mean I can't be objective about it. Um, I think because I have such a, a wide social circle and such a wide familial circle, I'm used to being like the litmus test for, okay, who could see this movie and and not stay up all night because of it. I have to watch The Shining during daylight. Like with all the lights on, the windows open, mm-hmm. daylight, broad daylight. I have to watch The Shining at that point. And there's that scene where he goes into the mm-hmm. one room that keeps haunting him. And yeah. the woman is in the shower. And he winds up kissing on a dead body or whatever. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler <laughs> for those of you who have not seen the Kubrick film. Um, go see The Shining. It's, it's really creepy and horrible. Okay. So anyway... Beyond that, all right, so I have this fear. (laughs) And I was alluding to it before we started, and Eva was all, okay, well, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Because I wouldn't exactly be specific. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to save this for for the podcast because it is so utterly ridiculous, but it's based in a childhood fear. I have a problem with old-fashioned especially old-fashioned designed bathrooms shower curtains specifically Say what now? exactly <laughs> exactly it sounds so freaking ridiculous doesn't it all right first of all i'm a million years old and i remember the late not. 70s early 80s and the decor back then was horrible um so i'm about seven years old and we're visiting this friend's house. They had just gotten an above ground pool. And we visited them a couple of times a year. Uh, my dad and, and the father in the house worked together. So we saw each other a lot. And they had a daughter about my age and my brother's a year younger. And all three of us are enjoying the pool and shouting and screaming and splashing and it's fine. Um, we get out of the pool and of course you gotta wash the chlorine off. Yes. Well, their bathroom First of all, their bathroom was like, you could play baseball in their bathroom. It was massive. Um, But it looked like Studio 54 and all of the drugs from 1972 had exploded in that bathroom for the decor. So let me lay out the, 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 the scene for you. Rectangular bathroom. And... You walk in and the door is on one corner of the long side of this, you know, rectangle. Mm -hmm. And the floor and the walls, most of the walls, are done up in a two foot by two foot onyx black shiny tile. To the point where if you look down, you could see your reflection. Okay. Um, If you looked, if you stood in the doorway and you looked immediately to your left... That's where the toilet was. And then there was a little wall partition, which was like half a wall-ish. And then the, the vanity counter and, you know, there was a double vanity and a makeup counter 
that sort of wrapped around that corner. And that was in canary yellow. Ugh. I'm not kidding, okay? <laughs> and as you stand in the doorway, to your right is the wall. There's another short wall right there. Uh-huh. And that is done up in two foot by two foot mirror tiles. Floor to ceiling. Yeah, that is not a bathroom I would like to uh It is be recessed in. lighting. Recessed lighting in the ceiling. Popcorn ceiling, recessed lighting. <laughs> and in the corner opposite the door is the bathtub. Now, up until that point, all at every time I'd use their bathroom the curtain to the in front of the the garden tub because it was a garden tub it filled that whole corner um was always closed so i just thought it was a curtain like we had at home well there were doors on the other side of that curtain and they were decorated with mermaids and seaweed behind the uh in the garden tub and behind the walls the walls were also done up in in black subway tiles okay mm -hmm. And then you had the light coming on from overhead and the shower and, you know, everything else. Um, so here we are. Here I am, seven years old, and I come in, and my brother is just getting out of the tub. They're wrapping him up in a towel and, you know, scratching on his hair and getting him out. And the whole place is filled with steam coming up out of this garden tub, which, by the way, is hellfire orange, I should mention. Oof. <laughs> nothing matched i don't know why this was even in existence okay so here we are the light inside the where the garden tub is is on and my mother in order to keep the heat in closes the slider uh, uh door the shower door and so you've got a backlit ghostly mermaid with steam coming from behind her and black and hellfire orange being reflected behind her as well i thought my mother was sending me to hell <laughs> i couldn't move i got halfway across that bathroom and i couldn't move okay like i i i just shut my eyes and i couldn't move and my mother's like come on honey come on i mean this is a woman who gives your you know gave you life she's supposed to protect you and she's encouraging me to you know get in a tub where there's obviously a ghost in there because that's what i thought the mermaid was and she's trying to give me to these demons from hell and i just couldn't understand the betrayal and so finally they bodily pick me up mm -hmm. bathing suit and all and put me in this garden tub now i really can't move once i my i'm back down you know in this garden tub mm -hmm. My mother's like, you're, you're eight years, seven years old. You know, you can wash yourself. You can bathe yourself. You know how to do this. Come on. And she, she had to bathe me. I couldn't move. My Aww. teeth were clenched. I just, I balled up and I cried and I'm whimpering. And it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. So, it get, you know, they get me washed and they get me dried off and they get me out. And I'm, I'm better, but I'm not 100%. And now I'm suspecting everybody's bathroom is going to hide a secret okay because one, you know <laughs> it fooled me once you know shame on me fool me twice shame on you you know uh or however it works it's, fool me once shame on you sh fool me twice shame on me no oh, there you go <laughs> so okay fast forward two weeks later 
um, over the next door neighbor's house. My mom is there and we're sitting down with the next door neighbor to have a cup of coffee and just shoot the breeze. Happens every once in a while. Neighbors are neighbors and neighbors are awesome. And Auntie Rosalie was amazing. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> my mother and her are in the middle of a conversation. I excuse myself to go to the bathroom. Now, I had been in her house a dozen billion times before. <laughs> it wasn't, I knew where everything was. It wasn't a big deal. And just as I'm walking into the bathroom, now this is a very narrow bathroom, okay? You open the door and the toilet's all the way at the other end. And there's just enough room for maybe a person and a half to get by. Uh, the counter is to the left with all of the cabinets and the sink. And then opposite the toilet and the sink is the tub. Mm-hmm. And just as I'm walking into this room, my Aunt Rosalie says to my mother, oh yeah, that reminds me, I got a new shower curtain. <laughs> So I walk towards the shower curtain because I got to go to the bathroom. Close the door behind me and I'm walking toward this thing and it, it's beige and there's something dark brown on it and I it, like in the dead center of it and I can't figure out what the hell because I'm at a weird angle, okay? The curtain itself is closed. So I don't really look, you know, because I'm still kind of spooked from two weeks ago. Yeah. So I sit on the toilet and of course now I've got no choice but to look <laughs> because it's right in front of me. I mean, if I stick my feet out straight, I can, my toes can touch the tub. Okay. That's how, <laughs> you know, and I'm still seven years old. So it's, it's not, there's not a lot of clearance here, folks. Yeah. I look up and, oh my God, for about a three and a half foot diameter there is a fully maned lion oh, face no. staring out at me <laughs> in dark brown with a beige background. Oh, no. Uh, my fate was sealed, kids. I just, there was no escape. After that, I have been skittish ever fucking since. I thank God that design and decor has improved <laughs> in the past 25 years. Because holy shit. Um, 25, 35 years. Oh, my God. Um, but I, I went to recently, um, this, was it last year? Yeah, it was last just last year. I went to the Ringling Museum. Now, anybody who's been down here in Florida knows about the, and on the West Coast, you may know, uh, Should know. definitely Should about know. the Ringlings. Right. Well, the Ringlings of, of circus fame have uh, their old property down in Sarasota has become a museum. The winter camp. They have an art museum. They have a circus museum. And they also have their old home, which I forget the name of. Um, it's, you know, back in the 1920s and 30s where people named their mansions. Um, but that still stands, and it's right on the water, and it's really quirky and beautiful and, and of its day. And my mom... And a friend of ours and me, we all went down. And I had only taken the basic tour before. But for like ten, 5 or $10 extra, you could get to see the second floor, which was like a big, you know, see the bedrooms and things like this. And the bathrooms. <laughs> awesome. So here we are in another time capsule house. And I'm okay. I'm good. I love museums. I've been in the house before. It wasn't that big a deal. Then we go upstairs. So that was interesting. I'd never seen that before. And... We're going through Mrs. Ringling's bedroom and passing through her bathroom and into the guest bedroom. And I go to pass through and to my left, the again, another bathroom you can play baseball in. 
And all the way at the far end is the tub itself, which has the cloth curtains all decorated like it would have been in the 1920s and 30s. Mm-hmm. And it looked exactly like the fucking bathtub from The Shining. <laughs> oh, God. I was, oh, no. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I had to, I, I practically bowled over the, the tour guide to get the hell out of that room. It was, it was like, here I am, 41 years old and still fucking scared. So I'm here to tell you, kids, fear can last a lifetime over something totally innocuous and totally stupid. But, you know, if you've got enough imagination, man, anything can freak you out, which is, again, why I don't watch horror films. So that's my I'm scared of shower curtains story. I I have no, like, major fears. Like, I'm scared of snakes. Um, But, yeah, I, I don't have anything really major. Well, you're boring. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think, like, is there anything that I'm, like, afraid of? I'm not afraid of heights. I am afraid of railings oh, breaking. I am afraid of heights. I am terrified of heights. Well, there you go. That's I'm why God made you falling. Short. Yes. <laughs> like, right? If I, I can't look over railings of things. Uh-huh. I agree. Because, like, you guys can't see me. I wear glasses. Well, you guys, the listeners, <laughs> I can see, see you. Me. I wear I glasses. I see you. I am, like, constantly paranoid that if I look over a railing, my glasses will fall off and be gone forever. I can't say that's paranoia, because that's totally happened to me. <laughs> Although, I think I think my favorite one of that one is where I fell out of a tree, my glasses were fine, and then I tripped and fell and broke them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was a, I was I was a very clumsy child. Who, who... was? I'm still clumsy. <laughs> I'm getting better. uh, Now that um, I don't have incessant inner ear infections. um, Maybe that has something to do. The balances are a lot better. Maybe that has something to do with my clumsiness because I've always had ear issues. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's that's where your equilibrium is. Yeah. yeah. Like. Your balance improves drastically when that heals up. Like not a day goes by where I don't bump into the couch or a counter or something. You I might have, need like, better mm-hmm. glasses. <laughs> no, it, it's like, it, it's not even that I can't see them. It's just, I don't, my death perception is off. Ah. So it's a little klutzy. Like, You're a little I, klutzy. My, my death perception is horrible. See? And I have almost permanent bruises on my thighs from bumping into the couches and stuff. That's so sad. Yeah. But funny. <laughs> um, it's funny, but it's so sad. No, I was I'm so sorry. I was a precocious child. My mother was struck with wanderlust, so I grew up all over. Um, the move to where I am now is my 101st. So when I say I grew up all over, I mean <laughs> it. Um, at one point, we were living in South Florida, circa 1992, just before Hurricane Andrew came through and went, fuck you, Florida, for two weeks. Where we were living at the time um, was one of those uh, cinder block apartment things that had been built in the 60s. So, you know, you have watched out for the third stair because you knew it wiggled and you never knew when it was going to give out and hell if they were going to fix it. Um... You know, you didn't have a toaster and the coffee maker running at the same time because it could throw the breaker and if you kept trying to do it, it could start an electrical fire again. Um, 
just just a, a place with a lot of problems and it was close to um a an ass, not an assisted living but like an outpatient version like an adult daycare so a lot of the tenants of this of at least the building we lived in were older people like i think we went through four different neighbors of the house of the apartment right next to us because they kept dying. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. That's old folk right yeah. there. Yeah. I make the joke Florida is newlyweds, nearly deads, and broke college students. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was just weird because like the railing was secured every couple of feet. But, you know, if you got down by the elevator, for some reason, by the elevator, where it should have been the strongest, because, you know, there was this column of cement that housed the elevator and the laundry rooms on the third floor, you'd think it would be more stable there. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the, the proximity that, like, to a building side that rusted it out or something. But, like, I was legitimately afraid to even touch the railing. Because on a windy day, you could see it swaying back and forth more than, like, a couple of inches. <laughs> and wow. even at, you know, seven in 1992, I knew that was, like, qualified as a not good thing, all caps. <laughs> Bit not good. <laughs> Bit not good. I, I remember when my baby brother, Ducky, was born in February of 1992. And when he started walking... You know, later that year, I I was terrified that he was going to, like, trip and fall into the railing. And that it would give out. That's when it would give out. So I would always make him walk on the inside. And I would walk on the bars and uh, near the bars. I just, I don't know. I was always afraid of something going horrifically wrong. So I'm, I'm still leery of stair banisters even to this day that's a very good reason um in fact i have one that's a little jiggly in my house so um don't recommend ah don't recommend staying up there duly noted um yeah i but that's about to be fixed very awesome i have to say like if there's an antithesis of squick i fucking anti-squick hurt comfort like that lights my fire. The <laughs> things that push your buttons. Button, button. Who's got the button? Yeah. Well, as <laughs> with as with anything though, any something that squicks you might not squick somebody That's else, true. and vice versa. So you know you have things like wump, um, which we'll go ahead and make word of the day. So to get more back toward uh, squicks and triggers, which is our main theme for this evening, and now that you've heard my embarrassing story about the shower curtains. And hand railings. <laughs> and hand railings. And the fact that Fandom Girl is the bravest of us all. Only afraid of snakes and heights. And, fe- and fears nothing. All right, Indiana Jones. <laughs> I, it's not that I'm brave. It's just that I've never had anything really happen to me. I had a really boring childhood. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> she lived in. She lived in a bubble. <laughs> unlike unlike my mother, who lives in a fucking shoe. Yes, your mother needs to. Yeah, I've yeah. literally lived in like the same house the past twenty six years. Seriously? Uh, yes. Wow. Sorry. No, I, d- my I don't. My mother mean still that. lives in the same house I grew up in. So. 
I don't mean that I, in a derogatory pla- fashion. Please don't take it that way. I just, I. Oh no, no! I I'm don't understand. So <laughs> that is so outside <laughs> my realm of experience. I'm lucky if I stay in the same I'm, place for more than a year. Although I'm coming I'm, up on a year. I'm really trying to figure out some things that I fear, <laughs> and I things that squeak me out, like character death squeaks me. I, I can't read it. Especially major character death. Yeah, if it's not canon. Character death doesn't bug me so long as it's with purpose. No, I don't want anyone to die. <laughs> I am more no. of the everyone lives camp. <laughs> I'm I'm of the stick of unfortunate things camp. And beating people with it. <laughs> Speaking of beating people. Uh, <laughs> but I'm bummed. We're, we're getting around to our we're getting around to our word of the day. <laughs> word of the day. Our word of the day is WUMP. Um, for those of you who don't know, WUMP is one of those lovely little tags that you can put on your fic um, or describe a story or a movie with. And what WUMP is, is basically when a character gets the snot beat out of them. And it can trigger some people, um, certainly. It uh, may be a squick for others. And for still others, it might be the complete opposite <laughs> to that. Lights their fire. <laughs> Yes, exactly, which is why you should always tag for it, because you're going to attract the people that want to read it, and you're going to uh, warn the people that, uh, you know, are, are sensitive to it. Um, so that's our word exactly. for the day is whomp. Which I actually had to have them define, because I knew what it was in the abstract, but I didn't know, like, technical definition. I'm pretty ambivalent about whomp. It doesn't rev my engines but it won't send me running away well i think it it bleeds into hurt comfort <laughs> uh, which is a huge wonderful trope of mine oh, I'm, I'm sorry bleeds into <laughs> i'm i'm ambivalent like i i want my fix to be like a case fic adventure or you know just fluff. give me some yeah give me some fluff and some smut and see just i need the yeah. angst i'm okay with the whomp as long as it furthers the story like if it's just beating somebody the crap out of somebody just to beat the crap out of somebody <laughs> then you know the, the, if there's no point to it then no i'm i'm not about that yeah. the, to me that's unnecessary violence but um, but you know, for for that person to endure, say somebody you know kidnap them and wants to get the secrets out of them, um, for instance, Q. Uh, I love to beat up Q because you really his do. resilience is <laughs> his resilience is bone deep, and people don't give him a lot of credit because he's a computer geek. Is that a Holmes <laughs> family trait? <laughs> and I hate that. I cannot stand that. I do not think Q is a Holmes. <laughs> Oh no, no. no. I really need, I hate that so much. I need oh a god. Where it's Q, Mycroft, Sherlock, and Martin from Cabin Pressure. <laughs> and they are the Holmes brothers. Which one's And I so <laughs> don't need that at Q. all ever. Q's the yeah, only one Sher- without a real name, so Q he has usually- to be Sharon Ford. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> You you could go on and have that story all to yourself. I'm Which not sidebar on on Bond? There, have you seen the advert? Oh, the, the trailer it looks for so uh, Spectre. I can't wait to see. I I'm not. Wait. Have you seen the Heineken commercials? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Heineken commercials, brilliant! I love that. Like, I'm I'm not even the girl in, in the I'm, jet I'm ski. I'm not in the Bond fandom. I'm I'm not into the 007 Beyond 
seeing the movie. I wasn't, and then she happened. <laughs> Thank you. You are welcome. Also, squirrels. 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 You have squirrels. never hunted squirrels before. <laughs> um, sorry. That's my joke. If you want to know what we're talking about with Bond Please. and squirrels, just Please go do. ahead and go Oh, on our Twitter. Our Twitter is FandomFanFan3. Come find us. Ask about us. the squirrel. And I would be more than happy to provide you with a link. We're friendly. We'll only bite if you ask. Right. And then how hard is up to you. Safe, sane, consensual. <laughs> we always, always have to mention, come back and mention these things, folks. Because, you, you know, know repetition continuity. is the key to yes. memorization. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like our tagline says, lube is important. But we're All not right, saying goodbye credits. just yet. <laughs> we're not saying goodbye. I know. Roll credits. We're not saying goodbye just yet. Uh-huh. But, uh, hey, we keep repeating it because it's significant. Does this make everything after this the shawarma scene? <laughs> yes. I we are. Do this love is some the little bump at the end of the Marvel movie. <laughs> I was looking at a um, piece of fan art earlier today of the shawarma scene and then a picture of Loki muzzled and tied up to a parking meter like a dog. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. Because they don't explain where Loki is. They captured him. <laughs> I now, like it with no, and they have him tied up, but they have Thor's hammer on his chest, <laughs> so wow. he can't go anywhere. You'll you'll have to link me that one. I haven't oh, seen it. it. Now, when it comes to fan art, there are there are potential for sk- squicks and triggers too, and I think it's a little harder to tar- tag. Oh yeah, targ to tag fan art. I can talk. I promise. Especially with the um Tumblr system where only the first five tags count yeah right. dear tumblr i love you but for fuck's sake get your updates straight boy oh stop doing <sighs> stupid updates with stuff we don't need <laughs> i think that there were tumblr blogs out there who were able to do cropped uh posts of yes. their stuff and then a warning and say click through to see the whole picture but Trigger warning for blood. Trigger warning for you know yeah. non-con. Trigger warning for um, you know bodily fluids. Trigger warning for X Y Z. Whatever it was. Um, so there was a way to kind of get around it. But yeah, art is a little different. Um, anytime I walked around any kind of a museum, you know, an art museum, I'm always kind of peeking around the next corner because you never freaking know what your eyeballs are going to see and not be able to scrub out of your brain later. Yes. And it's the same thing with, say, Deviant Art, uh, which is another website that oh, you can wow, go to to view fan art. Years. And uh, Deviant Art, uh, well, we'll just have to do a link for it um, for Deviant Art, and you can kind of go and explore and see and, and beware uh, the porn. Seriously. And there's good art and there's bad art, and you know it's like anything else, but um, but it's done out of love. And so, you know, you got to give it its props. Um, Lord knows I can only draw fantastically mediocre stick figures. I can't even do that. I can draw stuff that makes you think you're on acid when you're sober. I've seen your stuff. Is that an accurate description? (laughs) That is a very accurate description. But yeah, it, it, it depends on what you know about yourself. And there's also that part of you that doesn't, has never thought about reading a story that involves XYZ or seeing a piece of fan art that involves this um, as far as squicks go. Triggers, most folks are aware of what triggers them. So again, artists, uh, whether you're a writer or a drawer or, you know, 
a painter or whatever it is you are, um, tag, tag your stuff. It will make everybody a lot happier if you tag your stuff. Um, if you staunchly refuse, expect trouble and drama. But maybe that's what you're looking for anyway when you, you know, post without tagging anything. Which is kind of a shady thing to do. Don't look for drama. Right? Because you'll find it, boy. It's the internet. You will find it. One of the things um, that you should be aware of is when you're reading, you know, a fic and you find yourself uncomfortable, you know, you are within your rights as a reader, as a consumer, to just X out. Like, no one is saying you have to finish the fic. And, and I think, right. like, I know it doesn't seem like it needs to be said, but I feel it needs to because there are times where it's like the, well, maybe it gets better. No, 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 this was a bad idea. X out. And, you know, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or wrong with the writing or anything like that. It just be aware mm -hmm. of your limits. Be comfortable with yes. your limits and be kind to yourself. Because most people... Don't feel obligated. Exactly. No one's going to make you write a book report on My Immortal, for fuck's sake. Unless you're in right. a class that I teach, I may make you do that. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome oh, assignment. Lord. I'm following oh, that. That sounds like cruel and unusual punishment and could be prevented by the Geneva Convention. <laughs> and that that story, I don't know if you knew this. That story is really long. So I tried. Okay, the, um, in all fairness, chapter. I tried. I tried my damnedest to read that. I even read it aloud with my old roommate Panda while we were drunk, and we couldn't do it. Like no amount no. of funny accents. It's a difficult and, read. However, I do commend the author for trying. But ow. Well, there's there's always been the debate on whether that craziness was on purpose i don't know yeah whether it was on purpose or whether it was uh accidental or they were trying to be bad or what yeah whether it was vogon poetry or just a train wreck and yeah and the world may never know um but but props to her for writing something that long and sticking with it. Yeah. Longer than anything yeah. I've ever written. So have we exhausted the subject, ladies, do you think? I think, honestly, we are about tapped out. I mean, I think one of the reasons that we're focusing on, you know, things like this, like Squicks, like Triggers, and a couple of the other subjects that we have coming up that you'll have to listen to to, to hear about, is because of the time of year. You know, a lot of this time of year is very much about you know the holidays and family and all of that well you know what fandom is family too and we're here for you on twitter and tumblr twitter and tumblr you can find us there on soundcloud you can find us on itunes yes we are on itunes now after Yay! so much fighting oh <laughs> itunes wanted to kill my brain so everybody needs to pat fandom girl on the back and say thank you for bringing us to iTunes. If you really enjoy you. us, even if you listen to us on a different um, medium, subscribe to us on iTunes because the more subscriptions you get, the higher your rating goes and the more visible we will be for other people to find us and enjoy. Yes. Inflict the insanity on others. <laughs> yes. So subscribe to us. Get your friends to subscribe to us. Even if they don't listen, just Sneak onto your mother or your father's <laughs> computer and download iTunes and subscribe to us. 
Yes, because everyone needs <laughs> yes, to know. Yes, please. Everyone needs to know that lube, lube, lube is, is important. important. 